0: You're listening to Utah Lake Facts, Fiction, and Fun, a Utah Lake Commission podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Utah Lake Facts, Fiction, and Fun podcast. My name is Sam Brager, the Programs Manager for the Utah Lake Authority and your podcast host. And really hope you've been enjoying this series from the Utah Lake Science Management and Policy event that was put on by Forestry Fire and State Lands. Uh, It was definitely very informational for us and we we love being able to share that information with others too on the work that's being done at the lake and the collaboration that's going on to care for it. And in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit more from our perspective here at Utah Lake Authority. Now, for those who may not have heard, we have done a couple of episodes on the Utah Lake Authority, so you can go back and check those out this year. Um, But just in this past legislative session, so uh, January through March of 2022, the Utah Lake Authority was created with HB 232. And you can look at that bill online and and read more into it. It's a a very detailed uh, bill providing a framework In which to further enhance the care and management of the lake. So the Lake Authority has been being set up this year while the Utah Lake Commission finishes out its final uh, season, if you will, Um, the bill stipulates that the commission has to be dissolved no later than May 1st of 2023. Um, So, so far, we're on schedule for that. Um, the Utah Lake authority, we've gotten the board put in place. We've had a couple of meetings, um, the RFP that we put out for the creation of the management plan for the lake. We were selected a consultant. Um, so there's a lot of great details. Eric Ellis, our executive director though, does a presentation at this meeting in October. Um, and he details kind of the work uh, that's being done to set it up some of the projects from the commission that will continue with Utah Lake authority and others. So listen in. And at the end here, I'll provide a couple of updates on some of the information he shared.
1: All right. Well, I'm really selfishly glad that I got to go at the end because it meant that I got to see all the stages of this beautiful sunset behind us and some of our presenters had to miss out on that. So thanks for putting me towards the end of the agenda, Ben. Uh, today, I just wanted to kind of give a brief update on the Utah Lake Authority, what it is, where we are in our, our stage of development. Uh, and I'm really glad that we got to hear these presentations that that were before me because uh, it's refreshing to know that we have uh, such a w- breadth of expertise that is already underway and collaborating so that uh, we will be able to see uh, great solutions and and great outcomes as we start kind of continuing that collaboration and filling in the gaps uh, so real quick uh, we' the Utah Lake. Uh, authority has a board in place we've held a few meetings we've we've kind of established the framework of how we operate uh, we've adopted a budget that includes uh, funding for our our comprehensive planning and we've got uh, some funding in place and we're in the midst of hiring uh, legal uh, to make sure that we do it all right uh, as the Lake Authority was was created. Uh, it had stipulations so that uh, we could continue as the Utah Lake Commission so that we didn't have to drop the ball on any of the planning that's already underway. We've got a lot of cool projects and, and initiatives uh, that the Lake Commission works on. Those continue as we go through these planning phases of the Lake Authority And then we just kind of uh, switch into that mode of operating the Utah Lake Authority sometime early in the spring. So by May 1st of 2023, the Lake Commission dissolves and we begin operating as the Lake Authority. Uh, The Division of Forestry, Fire and State Lands has been a phenomenal partner on this and they are helping us as we go through this transition uh, kind of putting together what those management goals are, and and establishing how we operate as as an authority, and kind of take some of those things off uh, forestry's plate, uh, so that we can dedicate um, uh, more of a concerted effort uh, just on this one water body, uh, Utah Lake. Uh, I feel like we've we've covered a lot of these already uh but but we've got some issues that we're working on and there's there's it's it's exciting to know that we've got uh entities like the Institute for Land Water and Air to kind of help us find the the right solutions for addressing some of these issues we've got algae blooms we've got nutrient pollution, pollution uh turbidity issues uh problem fish species in the lake uh and the list goes on i i use this photo uh to to make two really good points. One is that that when you get out on Utah Lake, the views are majestic. They're beautiful, phenomenal. And the other the other point that I make is that that we have people that are that are diehard and they're out on the lake surfing in this situation uh, with water that looks like this. Uh, and we know that we can do more. We know that we can reduce these algae blooms with the right uh, solutions, and we would like to to start implementing those. Uh, the Utah Lake Commission uh, has a lot of exciting projects and, and efforts underway. Those will be continued by the Utah Lake Authority. We're doing shoreline restoration work. That has been hugely successful with a broad variety of partners with, with the, the Division of Forestry, Fire and State Lands, with Utah County, and then DNR as a whole and the, um, Department of Agriculture and Food, who provide the grant dollars that allow us to, to do the shoreline restoration work that, that has seen such great results. 70% or, or more of the Phragmites along the shoreline has been eliminated. And we're seeing phenomenal results. We have, we have some folks here in the crowd that, that took us on a tour recently uh, out in the Powell Slough area. And we're talking about the, the phenomenal uh, biodiversity that has come back as a result of that reduction of Phragmites. And it's really uh, exciting to see that result uh, from, from this great effort. Uh, We've got the Waukara Way Open Space Park that is funded and is in the engineering stages to create some trails through this amazing wetland. Uh, We've got marina enhancements that have also been funded and are underway. The South Saratoga Springs Marina is is largely constructed. We've got a brand new marina on the north end of the lake that is that has gotten some funding and will begin construction here shortly and then a number of upgrades to our other existing marinas uh, through some great funding partners and grants that the state has made available, and Utah County uh, has has provided as well. Uh, We've got trails along the shoreline. For years, we've had these little segments of trails here and there along the lake shore, and we've got um, mayors and cities uh, that have become very supportive of connecting all of these trail systems so that we have a contiguous trail that comes around the lake, uh, right now, we have essentially all of the gaps uh, that exist between Utah Lake State Park and all the way up around to the north and then down to the south end of Saratoga Springs at least funded, and and it just takes some time for those to, to be engineered and permitted uh, and and constructed. Uh, we're working on wetland enhancements all around the lake, uh, working on preserving areas that make the most sense to be preserved and and then restoring those that, that have been uh, downgraded or, or um, had issues because of the invasion of, of Phragmites and uh, Russian olives and other uh, issues over the years that are, that are really starting to look beautiful. Uh, we've, we've got algae treatments underway in our marinas. Uh, over time, uh, as John talked about, uh, we hope to uh, find some solutions for the overall uh, water quality and magnitude of those uh, blooms but in the meantime we want to make sure that when people arrive at the lake that they can have a good experience if it if if at worst case scenario it means that they hang out in the marina and have a good experience there uh, that's a big win over time and, and occasionally the 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 main body of the lake is fantastic there's just periods of time where we might have blooms and and through our monitoring efforts we can kind of educate folks where they can be and where they where they can enjoy the lake uh, any time of the year. Uh, and then lots of access enhancements. Uh, one thing that we work on uh, as the Lake Commission and will continue to work on is, is we have an Adopt a Shoreline program where we get folks out uh, adopting the various access points around the lake and making sure that those look beautiful so that when people come to visit, uh, they can have a good experience and, and not deal with the historic, you know, buildup of trash and so forth that that oftentimes plague these areas that don't see a lot of traffic and thus, you know, become dumping ground for whatever reason. Uh, right now, we have our uh, request for proposal out for our management plan. I just wanted to kind of hit on a couple of the t- the two tasks associated with that. Uh, the first is to kind of identify help us identify the vision and mission uh, for the Lake Authority. Uh, we've gotten lots of good feedback from our board members, uh, but we would like to kind of pack that into a, a well-created um, statement for both our vision and mission. Uh, we would like to, as brought, was brought up earlier, take an accounting of all of the management activities that are happening on the lake today and figure out a, a gap analysis, figure out what what still needs to be done uh, that can be most effective for improving the lake uh, or fixing the lake as was mentioned earlier. And, and so what this first task will be is to kind of develop a conceptual management plan, uh, a shorter plan that kind of gives us, uh, our initial push on what we should focus on. And then the second, uh, task will be to flesh that out and really kind of fill in those, uh, gaps, not only the implementation, but also back that up with, with scientific, um, uh, best practices so that we're sure that what we're doing is the best route forward. We want to be able to prioritize those, uh, implementation techniques and, and then have, uh, the support of, uh, science to be sure that we're doing the right thing. A lot has been discussed this morning that we know that we can, we can do a lot of stuff, but we, we want to make sure that we're prioritizing those things that will have the greatest impact. And so we, we've spoken, uh, with the Institute of, of Land, Water and Air and we hope that that can be a collaboration from all of our universities. It, it's not, it happens to be out of USU, but they're pulling information from uh, our, all of our researchers around the state here in the Valley and can and can really help us uh, be sure that we're getting this right. And with that, I'll end. And if there's any questions, uh, we've asked uh, Representative Brammer to, to be here as well uh as the sponsor of of the lake authority uh bill hb 232 that that created the entity that we have now
0: So really hope you enjoyed uh, Eric's presentation. I really enjoyed working with him. He's provided some great vision for the agency and works very well with our board and the various stakeholders at the lake to try and care for the lake for current and future generations. So as I mentioned at the beginning, our board is in place. We've had several meetings. Um, we He mentions the RFP um, being out and receiving proposals. We did close that out and we now selected Jacobs Engineering and are working with them. We uh, Let's see, as of today, we've had our kickoff planning meeting with our board and then our staff and chair met with the the consultant, Jacobs Engineering, again to prepare for our first meeting, which by the time you listen to this will have happened, <laughs> which is a visioning and mission meeting where we'll work with... Um, board members and some of their designees to pull together what the vision and mission for this management plan for the lake is going to be. And there'll be some additional meetings coming up, working with them. We're really excited to see that happen. The plan being April uh, timeframe, a conceptual uh, version of the management plan will be approved in order to help the authority get started um, and be compliant with the way HB 232 is written. And then the remainder of 2023 until I think the target frame is, uh, if I remember correctly, in September Um, A more comprehensive version of that management plan will then be developed getting into the specifics using the vision and the guidance and goals from the first version uh, to provide a little more detail into the objectives and trying to uh, move that forward. So really excited to see that happening. Um, we do have an attorney finally in place. Um, we're excited to get started with that and have some, uh, counsel in providing a lot of these agreements and documents that are going to be happening as the Utah Lake authority continues to get set up. Um, Eric also talked about, um, some of the various work that's being done on the lake and how that's going to continue with the authority, Um, really focusing on the issues and trying to explore solutions for the lake around algae blooms and nutrient pollution turbidity evaporation uh, enhancing the access points there's a lot of great work that we'll have in the coming episodes where the utah lake authority is really going to help uh, to move things along at as fast a rate as we can obviously with uh, a larger budget available now and hopefully being able to leverage that to be able to make even bigger grant applications come through than the commission was able to so we're really excited to see that hope you enjoyed episode and definitely stay tuned for more updates on the utah lake authority in future episodes and in the meantime check back in our next i believe next two weeks we're gonna have our final episodes of the utah lake science management and policy event here on the podcast thanks so much for listening in Thanks for listening to Utah Lake Facts, Fiction, and Fun. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications each time an episode comes out on Thursday mornings. And if there's something in here that you feel you can share, please post the link online, share with your friends so that everyone else can also learn about the facts, fiction, and fun to do with Utah Lake.